ओम ज्ञान ज्ञानंजन these deities of Jagannath, Subhadra and Baladev who are here in Simantadip one of the nine islands of Navaridham long, long ago as all good stories begin devotees of Jagannath brought him from Orissa, what is now called Orissa. These Shabaras, they are the... There is one low caste or sub... Not caste, but very low classification, socially low, but very dear to Lord Jagannath. So they... They brought him here due to the harassment of one demon by the name of Raktabahu. So you see, in the pastimes of the Lord, sometimes he appears to be afraid of the demons. When the Lord comes to this world, in many ways he acts like an ordinary human. But we should understand from Shastra that he's not an ordinary human. Or he may appear to be like a piece of wood in the form of the deity. But we should know that he's not wood. In one perspective, yes, wood. But from the absolute perspective, Pratima Nahatumi Sakshat Rajendrananda. You are not simply a statue, but you are directly Krishna, the son of Nanda Maharaj, the darling son of Nanda Maharaj. So Jagannath came here long, many, many years ago. So Jagannath was here long, long time ago, served by the Shabaras, and eventually they all went back to Godhead, and there was no one left to serve. Jagannath here. So the the, the worship of Jagannath stopped here, and Jagannath he no longer manifested himself here for many, many years. So during the pastimes of Lord Jagannath, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there was one great devotee of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who is called Jagadish Ganguly. Yeah, Jagadish Ganguly who 
the Lord revealed himself in a dream to Jagadish Ganguly who was a Kushtarogi no? he was a from the external point of view although the devotees of the Lord they are as transcendental as he himself but he appeared to be a leper I don't know the Russian word Okay, you know it. That's good. Have you seen any lepers since you've been here? You've seen Bhagavan. You didn't see? You, you must have seen. You probably. In leprosy, it's a disease by which the fingers start to become smaller and smaller. They kind of melt away. The fingers and the toes and even the nose may just kind of slowly go away. So it's a very nasty disease. There's still many lepers in India. So the Lord said, I'm going to appear in this form. I, 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 want, I want to come again. I, I'm, this is my place. I lived here. I live here, but I haven't been manifest for so many years. Now I want you to re-establish me. You, I'll come in the form of a log, and you have to carve it into the form of Jagannath. But he said, I can't carve. I'm a, I'm a leper. What can I do? He said, you do it. So, with great reluctance, he did so on the order of the Lord. It was very painful for him. Was, hands bleeding but when he finished doing making the form of the Lord then his leprosy went away so the Lord was being worshipped here at this place actually the temple was over there just just there not very far I mean it's just right inside this compound what was the temple building? So the temple worship of Jagannath was going on, was being passed down generation by generation, but gradually it declined due to the influence of the age of Kali. The descendants started to think that, well, Jagannath, the Supreme Lord, if he wants to eat something, he can get it himself. Why do we have to arrange it? So gradually it declined and declined until there was only hardly there were one or two people who were still interested in serving him among all the descendants. And then it must have been about 1979 1979, yeah, quite recently. Did you say that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That the gentleman who was overseeing this, he came to see Jayapataka Maharaj at Mayapur. I happened to be there when he came and said, can you please take over the temple? We can't maintain the worship properly. 
So that was done and this new temple was built and gradually so many different things had been built and the worship of Jagannath is going on. You've seen at Iskon Mayapur so many flowers, isn't it? It's one feature of the deity worship. There are so many flowers. Where does where do you get so many flowers from? You just look out. You look around here. This is Radha Madhava's flower garden. All around here, so many flowers every day being cultivated for Radha Madhava and Jagannath. So Lord Jagannath has many wonderful pastimes. I, I think they not in Boy Prakashita Hollow. There's a new book being published telling some of the pastimes of Lord Jagannath. I don't know so many of them. I just remember from way back when they turn when the worship was being transferred from the local committee to ISKCON one of the devotees from ISKCON Mayapur Anakadunda Prabhu he came here to take over the worship but there was some message which he was supposed to get which he didn't get that don't start don't do anything until we tell you because there are like 50 men on the committee and they have to all if they don't all sign then in future there can be a legal problem so some of them were reluctant they didn't, it was like 47 signed and then another one signed and it's always like this. Any land deals in India are very complex. So, anyway, he didn't get the information and he started worshipping according to the standard that Prabhupada gave us, which is very high. We should always remember this. Prabhupada, he gave a very high standard of deity worship and he wanted to show this so that people, so many people in India are doing some kind of worship. Prabhupada wanted to show the proper standard is very high standard, at least six opulent offerings of bhog every day and at least seven aratis, everything neat and clean and nice dresses, lots of flowers. Unfortunately, we see in many cases that it seems our ISKCON devotees are going, instead of showing the proper standard so that people can come up to it, they're going down to the standard that other people are doing. That's not proper. So anyway, in those days we didn't have any idea of such compromise. So full standard deity worship was going on, opulent offerings, and then after it's after he started, he got the message, "Don't start yet." So he already started, and he stopped. He said, "Oh, okay, sorry. All right, Jagannath, we'll serve you. Just wait a few more days." So in his so he stopped feeding Jagannath, and then in his dream at night. He saw 
Jagannath Subhadra Baladev leaving the temple and walking towards Mayapur. This is not Mayapur, by the way. This is in Navadvik Dham. But Mayapur means that specific area there. You'll see this. If you read Bengali, you'll see here there'll be a signpost. Mayapur, three kilometers. So we say it's Jagannath Temple, Mayapur. But actually this is this village is Rajapur. It's a different village. So Radha Madhav, sorry, Jagannath, so Anakadundabi came running, in his dream came running after them saying, well, where are you going? Come back. Say, we're going to go, we're going to Mayapur to meet Radha Madhava and get something to eat. We're starving hungry. <laughs> so then he started feeding again. And everyone signed in due course of time. There are so many stories. This whole area, the Muslim population is at least as much as that of the Hindus. But the Muslims here, they also know that you have to respect Lord Jagannath. Don't, don't make any offenses to Jagannath. If anyone does anything to Jagannath, he lets them know if he's not pleased. So they're very careful, they're afraid. If we do anything wrong, Jagannath will punish us. There's another time, this the uh, Pujari was late with the offering. He rushed in and placed it on the altar said all the prayers and came and then he said, oh, I forgot to put Tulsi on the altar. What to do then? But Lord Jagannath already eating, so I already asked him to start eating, so I shouldn't disturb him. So he was praying very intensely for forgiveness that I forgot to put Tulsi. And when he opened, he found this huge pile of Tulsi all over the plate. And Tulsi Devi herself came due to the intense prayers there must have been so many stories. I haven't been keeping. I haven't been keeping up with the news. There must be. You, there's one book you can purchase. So sometimes, or some forms of the Lord, they're very reciprocal with their. I mean, all the forms of the Lord reciprocate. The deity forms reciprocate, but some are very playful. <laughs> they. Uh, they like because we don't have faith or oh, whatever reason it's up to them why 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 they behave like that that's up to them but even with people who are, may not be very high level devotees or even not devotees at all the lord may reciprocate So here we are in Navadri Dham. Before coming to the Dham, or latest just on arrival, we should hear 
about dham tattva or the nature of the dham because in ordinary vision the dham looks like an ordinary place now nowadays mayapur is quite developed when Srila Prabhupada first got land there it was just there were just rice fields all the way from Goswami Maharaj's mat which is if you on the south side that means going that way more or less on the south side of the what's the ISKCON property now to just south of the Srila Prabhupada's Pushpa Samadhi there's one mud which is locally called Goshami Maharaja Mutt. what the official name is I'm not sure and then Prabhupada Samadhi wasn't there there was just the when I first came in 1976 I'd already built the the old Prasadam Hall but that wasn't from there Goswami Maharaj's mud all the way up to the Jogpit there were open fields that's all and then in the, between the Jogpit and Sri Chaitanya mud oh, just next to the Jogpit there's Sri Vasangan Advaita Bhavan Gadadhab his place those few small temples and then there's a few rice fields and there's Chaitanya Mat so more or less there, there wasn't very much was high. so Prabhupada's disciples were wondering Prabhupada is pushing them you have to get some land we have to develop something here. and they're wondering why is Prabhupada so anxious to develop a center in the middle of the rice fields in an extremely remote place at that time there were no buses going to Mayapur now there are buses regular local buses running every 20 minutes in those days there was not a single bus you you could stay in Mayapur throughout the whole year you'd never see a bus only when the western devotees started coming or maybe on Gorponima, a few people. Maximum a few hundred people would come. So Prabhupada, he didn't see just rice fields. He saw the transcendental dham. Adapi ho jilila kare gaurarai even today those persons who are fortunate they can see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu performing his pastimes in Navadri Dham so to us it just seems like part of Bengal you can see here this is a typical 
Bengali scenery, you see there's some date palm. Now the mango buds are there. If it doesn't rain much, that'll all turn into mangoes. You can see here the there's the palm, that's date date palm, and then behind that with the, with lots of yellow. They're actually flowers. They're very small flowers. That's that's mango. So, in a few months' time, it should be very hot here. There'll be there'll be lots of mangoes. If it's not hot, then you'll get sour mangoes. The heat's also good; has its effect. Makes the mangoes sweet. So like this, this typical scenery: jackfruit tree. There's a big banyan tree actually over here with with a deity. There's Shiva. Shiva Linga is there. It's also very popular. People come here to make wishes to Lord Shiva. You'll see all the pieces of string tied. That means people have come here with some material wish. So it looks like typical Bengali scenery. And there are rice fields. But everything in Navadri Dham, for those who have the eyes to see it, is fully transcendental. The sky here is the spiritual sky. And you may think, well, how is that possible? Because it's just sky. And if you analyze, just like now it's raining. And probably it's raining outside of Navadri Dham also, at least for a few kilometers. So you can say, well, it's just a, it's just a geophysical effect. It's, we can, why is it raining? There's a depression in the Bay of Bengal, probably. This is what causes rain. When the, when the air pressure goes down, then the water that comes to fill it up. So, therefore, we have the term achintya, that it, it appears to be something material, but it's not. It's inconceivably, this is the, the spiritual energy is working here. They may say, well, why don't we see it? Why don't we feel it? That is the action of Yoga Maya, the potency of the Lord who arranges the pastimes of the Lord, to protect the Dham from materialistic people. She manifests as what is called Prodhamaya. Hare Krishna. But the Dham manifests in this world, just like the Lord manifests in this world, He comes with His Dham, who is, the Dham is non-different from Him, to attract the conditioned souls back to Him. 
What's that at the beginning of Sharanagati? Shadhame Avatare? What's that? Can you find that? The first song in Sharanagati? It's not very... You have to just look for the songs of Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Hopefully it's there in the beginning. So the Lord manifests. He comes to uplift us. So even if we're dull-headed, anyone who comes here who's a, a little bit pious or a little bit inclined towards devotional service or just innocent, by coming here, they'll feel the effect, the inspiration in Krishna consciousness. Are you experiencing that? You can experience when you come to the dham. It's the, the effect of Krishna consciousness is there, that we feel inspired. That's true for persons who have no Krishna consciousness. It's true for neophyte devotees. And even for highly advanced devotees, they also feel inspired when they come to the even fully perfect devotees. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said that this dham, Mayapur dham, is very dear to the devotees of the Lord and everything here inspires us in Krishna consciousness. Therefore I desire to stay here. But if there's preaching, then I'll go outside. Otherwise I'd like to stay here. I, I heard this when I first came in 1976, that Srila Prabhupada had said that for a brahmachari, the best thing is simply to live in Mayapur. But he said that or maybe even a little better is to preach Krishna consciousness all over the world. That's also better. Otherwise, living in Mayapur is, is perfect. So the Supreme Lord, Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, exhibited his pastimes here. And the different Leela forms of the Lord have manifested their pastimes here. Krishna showed himself when when the the uh, Rajasuya sacrifice was to be performed there was a great devotee Samudra Sain he was a king in this area he was a great devotee Bhim Sain came to the eastern side to conquer and he thought, well, Samudra Sain is a great devotee, so of course he'll agree to accept Yudhishthir as the emperor. But he didn't. He fought. Bhima Sain was surprised. Why is he fighting? I thought it was just all the demons like Jarasandha. They were going to fight, but we didn't expect him. So anyway, he gave him a good fight. And Samudra because Samudra Sain was saying, I want to have, I'm stuck away here. On the east, Krishna's way over on the western side of India, and I'm here, so I want to see Krishna. Now is my opportunity. Because Bhim Sain has come, if I fight so 
strongly that Bhimsain's life will be in danger, then Krishna will come. That's why he fought with him. So fighting and fighting and fighting, Bhimsain in trouble, and then Krishna appeared on the battlefield. Immediately Samudra Sain stopped fighting. Bhimsain, I wonder why he stopped fighting. He was defeating me. And he said, all right, I agree. <laughs> so Krishna personally came here. And Rishinghadev, after... After killing Hiranyakashipu, he came here. We were also recently in a. <laughs> it's Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Jibai Kored. Yeah, Sri Krishna Prabhu Jibai Dayakari. Ah, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's what I was looking for. Nishinghadev after killing Hiranyakashipu. Yeah, that's the line I was looking for. Shri Krishna, this is the first words of Sharanagati, this most important series of songs by Bhaktivinoda Thakur. All questions you have about how to advance in Krishna consciousness, they're all answered in Sharanagati. Everything's there. So he begins, Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Jibai Doya Kari Shaparshad Shiyadham Shaha Avatari so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, being very kind to the jivas, has descended from the spiritual world with his own associates and his own dham. So this dham, it's not part of the material world, although it appears to, it is the spiritual world. It's the spiritual world descended here. This is how we are to respect the dham. It's not part of Bengal. That's one of the dharma parads. To think that the dharma is part of some material place. Conventionally we may say so. Conventionally means in ordinary usage. We may say that, well, this devotee is Indian. And this devotee is Russian. So that's a conventional way of thinking. But we should know that devotees are not... A devotee by accepting initiation, then he, his identity becomes Krishna Das. He should no longer be thought of in terms of worldly designations. Although for worldly reasons, as long as we are in this world, it may be necessary to do so to some extent. But this is why the, the name is changed and we use different name that his the identity of that devotee he's no longer got some material name which identifies him with the, the whole set of material designations which he isn't anyway but that in Maya we, cons we consider him to be this person is John Smith that he's from England he's a shopkeeper he's six foot tall and he has uh, yellow hair so these these are all mundane designations and then he gets initiated Krishna Das so this this designates gives him his real designation he is the eternal servant of Krishna so that's how we should see him so in the same way that Dham Conventionally, we can say it's part of Bengal. You can, 
you can see the map of Bengal and find Mayapur on the map and Rajapur and Navadip Dham and even the, even the train station in Navadip is called Navadip Dham there are a few like that also Chitrakut Dham Chitrakut Dham Karavi or so? who's what's it Karavi yeah, they call but on the train it's Karavi but the station's name is Chitrakut Dham Karavi yeah so they use the name Dham so even the the people of India they don't most of them have not studied Dham Tattva but they know it's just by the name Dham they know this is something special something very spiritual so so many people come here now because of the rain maybe less will come otherwise generally on Gorponima several lakh people will come lakh means a hundred thousand so many people come because they know that to, to visit Mayapur especially on Gaur Purnima is very auspicious people naturally have faith in the Dham in Bhagavan in Sadhus Mahaprasade Govinde Nama Brahmane Vaishnave Swapapunyavatam Rajan Vishwaso Naivajayati Persons with very little faith they cannot appreciate the importance of Mahaprasad they think it's ordinary food of Govinda Gauranga the Supreme Personality of Godhead of the Holy Name of the Vaishnavas there are many demons in India also who make propaganda don't go to temples and they want they deliberately try to pollute the sacred rivers because they're so envious Prabhupada said that they're, they're making industries in Delhi specifically because they want to pollute the Yamuna so that to discourage people from bathing in the Yamuna it's so demoniac so there are many and then the smarters those, of course there's not that much philosophy discussed in India anymore but it used to be a land of philosophy and smartavadis they would their opinion is that that Mahaprasad is just ordinary food and they won't take it if it's touched by a low caste person they think it becomes they think it becomes contaminated this is this is called hellish intelligence so in Puri in the famous Jagannath Mandir in Puri there is a rule that everyone takes prasad together that you can't distinguish between higher caste and lower caste in taking prasad it's a very important part of of Indian culture this is perverted culture is that high caste people don't mix with low caste people and they definitely are not going to eat with them they're not going to eat food cooked by them touched by them or even seen by them and they they would consider it a great insult if they have to sit down if someone asks them to sit down 
next to a low caste person and eat, they would consider that a terrible insult. They'd never talk to you for the rest of their... If, if, they, if you asked a high class person to do that, they would never talk to you again ever there in their lives. They consider it a tr- tremendous insult. This caste consciousness was a great... Uh, well, I'd say the word in English, scourge, but how are we going to try? I'm trying to think of an easy word. It was a, a great blot, a great uh, infamy. Can anyone think of any easier word? So he can translate it. Something very bad, you can say. It's a great blot on the, the misuse of uh, the Indian culture, which is meant for God-realization. This caste consciousness by birth, I'm better than you. It was a, something very bad in the Indian culture. But in, in Puri, the system is that everyone sits down and takes prasad together. And even if someone very, from a very low caste comes and the Brahmins, someone from Brahmin caste is eating, he can take from his plate and eat and the Brahmin will go on eating. He has to do. The Jagannath is open to all. The Shabaras, Jagannath was originally being worshipped in the forest by Shabaras, who are people who keep pigs, which is pretty much at the lowest scale of Indian society. There may be a little... What about the domes? They're, they're a little lower, huh? Domes are the ones who carry out dead bodies. So there are lower than the Shabaras, but not much. You can't understand all this. <laughs> There's no, you come from a communist country where everyone's all the same. So <laughs> Never mind. We don't, don't, they may misunderstand and then they'll go back to Russia and try, try and make this in the temple or something. I'm a Brahmin, you're a Shabara, and I can't eat with you. So Jagannath, out of his mercy, was worshipped by the people who are, they're not even low caste, they're like below the castes. You can't understand that either. Don't worry about it. So Bhaktisiddhan Sarsar Thako suggested that Jagannath should be worshipped in the Western countries because he's very merciful to people who don't have very pure habits. In Orissa, everyone loves, loves Jagannath and almost everybody eats fish also. Of course, you can't offer fish to Jagannath, but they, separately they may take. But definitely people have a feel for Jagannath. But they also like to eat fish. I mean, it's, it's inconceivable how they can have such a such a high emotion as attachment to Jagannath and at the same time have such low habits as eating fish. So a lot of our preaching in Bengal and Orissa, it, for many people, you don't have to say much to convince them that Jagannath, Krishna is the Supreme Lord, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Kirtan, they already, they know that and they like it. They, but it's giving up the bad habits. 
giving up eating fish. So many people in Bengal, they think that the main point of ISKCON's preaching is to give up eating fish. There's a lot more than that. But that's what we highlight a lot of the time because people in many ways, they're already part of the culture. Those of us we have who are not from Bengal and Orissa, the land of Jagannath, the land of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We don't know, we have to learn many things from them, but they also have to learn many things from us. If we've learned from Prabhupada, we all have to learn from the Acharyas. So Jagannath is much worshipped in especially in Orissa, but very well known also in Bengal. There are many temples of Jagannath all over Bengal. People, they know Jagannath. He's Bengali and Oriya culture are very similar. Even the languages are very similar. So people here know Jagannath. Prabhupada was, of course, very attached to Lord Jagannath. He inter- from his childhood, he held Rathiatras because he used to see, I say in Bengal, it's very much part of the culture, so... Rathiatra day in Calcutta there'd be so many Rathiatras whoever was worshipping Jagannath one rule or one duty or one thing you have to do if you're worshipping Jagannath is on Rathiatra day you have to have a Rathiatra you can't tell Jagannath that well I have to go to work or there's no time or I don't have any money if you have if you're worshipping Jagannath then you have to observe Rathiatra so Prabhupada used to see so many Rathiatras and in, in his childhood he started Rathiatra and then later when he became an old man child his, his transcendental childish spirit sometimes devotees used to say that Prabhupada would forget himself and become a cowherd boy in Vrindavan. So he glorified Lord Jagannath by holding Rathiatra festivals all over the world. So Lord Jagannath is very dear to Srila Prabhupada. And he wanted devotees from all over the world to come to Mayapur every year to chant Hare Krishna, dance together, bathe in the Ganga, and become purified and then go out and preach Krishna consciousness again. So nowadays we come to Iskon Mayapur and we also come here to have darshan of Lord Jagannath to pray for his mercy so that we can serve the mission of Srila Prabhupada by preaching the glories of Lord Jagannath. Jai Jai Jagannath Jai. Jai. There's so much to say. So many things. <laughs> Is there any question? Yeah. Jagannath is merciful, but why does he punish? The Lord punishes to bring people to him. That is his mercy. The punishment of the Lord, that is His great mercy. There's a statement in Chaitanya Bhagavat. Exactly, Chaitanya Danda, 
is described. Who is punished by Lord Chaitanya? He's very lucky, very fortunate. This uh, Kamala Kant Bishas was the secretary of Advaita Acharya. And I, anyway, I won't tell the whole thing, but he, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became very angry with him for some reason and he banned him. You don't let him come into my company. And Veta Chai went and complained to Lord Chaitanya, but why are you giving him so much mercy? You didn't give such mercy to me. Banning him means you're taking notice of him. Someone who you don't care for, you just... Whatever they do, you're just not bothered with them. But someone you care for, you're, you're banned. So then... Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, all right, let him back into my company. Then Veda Acharya complained more. You see, first of all you ban him, then you let him back, and you're neglecting me. Devotee told me once, he said, I don't mind how much I'm punished by the Vaishnavas, but I'm very afraid of them neglecting me. Ah. The form of Jagannath will become less in Kali Yoga. I didn't hear that. Where did you hear that? Who is that devotee? From Iskon Nairobi. Well, you can ask him where he got that from. I, I haven't heard it. Govardhan quite slowly becomes less and less manifest. But I didn't hear about Jagannath. So then, this is same means in same yes, but different also. What's your question? How should we see the Dhambasis? Well, first of all, we should understand who a Dhambasi is. Real Dhambasi is Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Gorkishaw Das Babaji Maharaj. These are people, they live in the Dham, not on the Dham. They're not on the Prodhamaya. Nevertheless, anyone who has contact with the Dham somehow or other has, is getting the mercy of the Lord in some way or other. So, even if Dhambasis act in ways which are n- not very Krishna conscious, we should always remember that they, they have some special mercy. So, we shouldn't make the mistake of thinking that everyone who somehow or other happens to live in the Dham or be born in the Dham is on the level of Bhakti and They're all pure. We shouldn't think that they're necessarily pure devotees. Certainly many of them exhibit behavior which is a long way away from anything that we should want to try to emulate. We can't take them as role models, as our acharyas. 
On the other hand, like I say, they have some special mercy, so we should we should be more careful in dealing with it, with them than with other persons. So, as I was saying, Mahaprasade Govinde Nama Brahmane Vaishnava Swapa Punyavatam Rajan Vishwasa Nagajati.